Welcome to the first episode of PCTY Talks, a new podcast from the human capital management software provider, Paylocity. I'm your host, Sherry Simpson. As an HR program manager at Paylocity, I will be navigating our journey together as we explore bite-sized topics around HR thought leadership, compliance, diversity and inclusion, and product knowledge. If you have an idea for future podcast topics, please drop me a note at pctytalks at paylocity.com. On today's episode, I've invited our Director of Government Relations, Corinne Tyrone, to join me in talking about the current regulatory compliance landscape. Corinne, thank you so much for joining me today on our inaugural episode. Let's start by having you share a little bit about your background and your role here at Paylocity. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Sherry. I'm really excited to be here. As you know, regulatory compliance is one of my favorite topics. Um, My background is actually legal. So after I graduated from law school, I worked as a reference attorney, which means that I was helping other lawyers uh, gather their legal research for whatever cases that they were working on. And when I was um, ready to move on from that and looking for a new kind of challenge, I found that the skill set that I had translated really well to working in regulatory compliance. So a large portion of what I do and what my team does is um, monitoring legislative changes, digesting the the information in those regulatory changes so that we can help guide our product partners to create solutions that are not only compliant, but intuitive and easy to use for our users. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I wanted to talk to you today really about understanding how things have changed. So if I look at, you know, our workforce over the last 10 years, there's been drastic changes. You know, the modern workforce is more hyper-connected. They're looking for remote or gig opportunities. They crave that their work-life balance be in harmony. You're no longer hearing work-life balance. You're hearing work-life harmony. Um, And they want their employee experience to match their consumer experience. And so in that landscape of, of the modern employee changing, what changes have you seen in compliance? Because it's happened just as swiftly in the regulatory landscape. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really interesting question. And I think you're you're spot on that we are seeing a corresponding dramatic shift in the way that regulators are thinking about the workplace as well. So as you mentioned, there are a lot of people in the gig economy right now. And because of that, there are a lot of changes to the way that regulators are looking at that model of work. It never existed before. So um, the reality is that it's kind of a brand new world for all of us. And regulators are really responding accordingly to that. So um, one of the big trends that we've seen actually is just kind of an explosion of regulation all across the board. So for example, I was looking at some metrics prior to having this conversation and um, noticed that just with minimum wage, since we've started tracking um, tracking that here, there's been an, a 300% increase in the number of minimum wage ordinances that exist. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's just one example. I mean, minimum wage used to be something that, you know, employers would be looking at the federal level and the state level. And now they might have to be cognizant of city level as well. And even within a city, they might have to be cognizant of um, if they're in a certain industry or if they have a certain number of employees. Those variables are all going to be important. And that's, um, that's just one example. Minimum wage is a really easy thing to understand. And it's a well understood concept by HR and payroll professionals. But 
there are so many other things now that are brand new concepts that HR and payroll professionals have to grapple with. I mean, I'm sure you and your colleagues are seeing that every day. So, for example, we're talking about paid sick leave, paid family leave. This is kind of a brave new frontier for all of us, and it's exploding across the country. We've got, I think, um, maybe seven states that already have them in effect and a few more coming. Um, so, yeah, you're, you've hit the nail right on the head that there are a lot of changes. Leave is a, a great example of something that I feel like has been part of the zeitgeist for a really long time. Societally, people feel like that's something that they need, that they want. Um, and regulators are really responding to that and saying that, um, you know, I agree. And in our state, we're going to set up a program for that because there isn't one at the federal level. Um, and I think you kind of have to step back and look at it from that holistic landscape. If you are looking at this country from a 30,000-foot view, what you would see is that in Washington, D.C., we have an administration that has really set out to deregulate. That's one of the central themes of that administration. And in fact, early in his presidency, President Trump signed an executive order that's kind of conversationally known as one in, two out. And his charge at that time to agencies was, if you're going to put out a new rule, that's fine. Go for it. But when you put out that new rule, you need to get rid of two more. So his whole concept, his whole identity in that space is, let's eliminate some of these regulations. You're making it too hard for businesses to do business. Um, but a lot of states have kind of taken up that mantle instead. So they're saying, fine, at a federal level, there's no paid family leave program, but that doesn't mean that there's not going to be one here. So all across the country, we're seeing state regulators and legislators step up and say, we're going to make a change. And even if we can only make it in the state of you know, Maine or California, then that's what we're going to do. So it's creating a real patchwork. Do you, do you have any insight as to, as the patchwork is being created, why, why there's so much change location to location? I mean, obviously, we know the state of California, regulatory-wise, has its own, its own flavor. <laughs> but as you look at, you know, state to state, even, you know, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio by us, there's, it's, it's a different landscape. Why do you think there's so many changes across locations? You know, that's actually a, a really interesting question. And I think um, I have a little bit of an extra insight to add here. So one of the things that I do in my role here at Paylocity is that I'm part of the National Payroll Reporting Consortium. Um, it's an industry group. So there are representatives who do roles like I do at all of the other major players in this space. And we all kind of work together to stay on top of things that are coming. So um, one of the one of the insights that we've gathered from that is that a lot of the time when a new law passes somewhere, the agency that is tasked with creating the regulations around that, they don't really know what to do with it. They weren't necessarily a part of the decision of drafting the legislation, and now they have to create rules to support that, that legislation and figure out how to administer it. So um, often we're finding that they're kind of doing that in a vacuum, and it's new to them just like it's new to employers that are having to implement it. So um, it's kind of, I think that's a big part of what the problem is, is that um, there's really kind of a lack of a lack of context and subject matter expertise within some of those agencies as they're trying to roll something out for the first time. Wow. As, um, as I think about your, your comment about lack of expertise, you know, how, how is somebody in the HR industry supposed to stay on top of all this stuff with 
you know, just in your role and what you're doing for Paylasty to make sure that our, our services and our product offerings are compliant, what are some best practices for HR and payroll professionals, business professionals in general, to stay current with all the changes? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, I've painted a bit of a bleak picture, but compliance doesn't really have to be so difficult. There are a lot of great resources that are available for employers, and many of them are right here at Paylocity. So first, I'd always recommend reviewing any tax and compliance alerts on Paylocity.com and on the compliance dashboard. Um, My team actually puts those out, and they're real-time, this change has happened, this is what you need to know high-level from an employer. So you can take a look at that and see if it's something that you need to be aware of and that you think might be impactful to your organization. Um, There's also a ton of great content in Peak, um, and that should give a lot more detail about any of those topics and how you can best manage that within our system. Um, There's also going to be a lot of great topics coming on this podcast, um, Hot Topics and Compliance, so listeners can stay tuned for episodes about the new federal W-4, worker classification, paid leave, and a variety of other compliance topics. What are some potential resources outside of what we're already providing for clients that people might want to leverage out there in the universe to stay compliant themselves? Sure. Well, I think um, SHRM is a great resource. There's always a ton of really good content. They do um, webinars and consortiums and all kinds of um, live events. And typically there are local chapters nearby so you can get a lot of information um, and meet with people that are doing the same kind of work that you're doing. I think that's always really helpful. Um, The American Payroll Association is also always a really great resource. Um, there are also subscription services if you have um, a big enough organization to get something like that. So um, Thomson Reuters has a product called Checkpoint. Uh, Walters Kluwer has one called Cheetah. These are really fantastic um, subscription-based resources that provide a lot of information in real time. Um, I also always recommend uh, registering for the agency newsletters. So a lot of the um, like DOLs and Departments of Revenue and stuff at each in each individual state do put out um, new newsletters and email blasts if something big changes. So that can be a really nice way to stay on top of what's going on in states that are um, important to your your business. Um, So as we look at the landscape and, and all the changes, the change in the modern worker, the change in regulatory compliance, the current administration, what are some of the top hits that you're going to want to share with our audience in some future episodes that, that things that you know are, are major hits for HR, payroll, and business professionals to, to get right? Yeah, so so some of the things that we're planning to talk about um, soon are we're going to be talking about the federal W-4. That's obviously timely because there's a huge change coming there and that's going to be effective um, on 1-1 of 2020. Uh, we also will be talking about worker classification, which again is one of those topics right now that is, it's a it is a really big topic, and everybody seems to be thinking about it, but again, kind of state by state. So the approach is a little bit different all across the map. Um, we're going to talk about paid leave, which again is a, a big topic right now, and um, a variety of other compliance issues like the DOL overtime rule that just came out, um, just things that are current and that employers need to know about. That's awesome. Well, thank you for joining me today on our first episode of PCTY Talks. And we really look forward to spending some more time with you looking at this compliance regulatory landscape and really digging into some of those topics you shared. Yeah, thank you so much. I really enjoyed being here.